Hey Matt, where are you? I'm currently at the Bella Vista Hotel. Why? Because I like podcasting and I really, really like beer. Yeah, I really like beer too. You can do them both here at the Hills Podcasting Studio. Grab a beer and do some podcasting, but not on a Monday night because that's when we're here. Sounds good. I'll be there. You know what else is at the Bella Vista Hotel? I have no idea. The Sherpa. He frequents here. This is a watering hole for him. So he'll pop up. Podcasting, beer, Sherpa. What's better than that? You had me at Sherpa. As always, we are brought to you by The Cover. You can find them at thecover.com.au or thecover.au on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just wherever you find good podcasts. He hits it, he's got it! He's got the field goal! He's got the premiership! It was better than Leo! What can I say? Mamba out. And welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. Two in a row with a different intro. Feels weird. Don't care how you feel, but you're here with your boys, Locke and the Sherpa. What's up, my guy? This feels like one of those spin-off ones where it's like, you see... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the um, Frasier. Is that, is it, yeah, the Frasier, yeah. From Cheers or whatever it was? Yeah, from Cheers. Acting like you don't know, you know I've this. never watched a single episode really? of either of them. Mm, okay, sure. <laughs> no, I genuinely haven't. No, that's, yeah, that's I'll great. be Frasier. We're like the sixth NCIS or something. Like, just some random, new, some random city in America. NCIS, um, the, the sack club or whatever it is, <laughs> battle club. The battle club. <laughs> NCIS downtown Montana. Yeah. That's what we are right here. But anyway, welcome back. It's just going to be a half chop episode, this one. Um, hopefully you tuned in to the Tuesday one. That was Matless as well. Uh, the boy's got the vid. You can listen there to his weekend. Uh, won't be as insightful as what you're hoping for, but you will learn that he is in isolation. So your boys are coming at you now with a little half chub one. And can, what I, do- can I just say as well, am I getting overtime pay for this? This is not a Monday. I know. Or Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> Movie magic. Movie magic. This is a Monday. So we're going to put this out a little bit later. We wanted to put this in. Your boys are traveling over the weekend. we got a boys weekend, long weekend away. Wanted to make sure we get it all out for the listeners. Um, but yeah, we will be talking about Australia v Samoa. And we will be talking about, I'd imagine probably maybe we'll touch on the Jackson Hastings and David Clemmer trade. Um, and then the, the John Bateman rumors. But we'll start off. With uh, with the prayer, I think we'll start off with the pray. Ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're gonna lead the prayer. It feels all yeah, right. I don't know. All right, <clears throat> you ready? Do you remember the words? I'll out be thou father. <laughs> 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 I want to say shout out to the cover uh, at thecover.com. Hang on, you got to say the praise words. Praise be, praise be to the cover, thecover.com.au uh, at thecoverau on all your social medias. Jump on there to find us, the Daily Dribble, to buy us. Give them Liam Rugby. You can, I don't know. I see how Matt does this. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> Get out there and uh, and find them. You can find us. You can find us at Fifth and Dribble on all good social media sites. If we're not on there, then they're not good. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. But yeah, praise be. Praise be to the socials guy, the doc guy, and the Sherpa. Uh, trusty Sherpa coming in there. Love to see it. You really wanted to say that, didn't you? I was frothing. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. But yes. <laughs> Praise be, and uh, praise be to the Rugby League World Cup final, Sherpa. How'd you go? How'd you, did you get up and watch it? It's done. No, no. I was recovering from the boat party that I was oh, on. Oh, yes. The, the subsequently about. mentioned boat oh, yes, party. Yes, 
we spoke about it on the last show. But yeah, no, 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 I didn't get up for it. I did watch all the highlights, the mini match. So um, it was, it was. Oh, I mean, it was entertaining, but I think it was the result most people expected in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, look, it really kind of was. Like, it was a 20-point win, uh, Australia over Samoa. It didn't feel like a 20-point win. Like, I, I got up to watch this. Um, it felt like it probably should have been closer. And, I mean, there are a couple of tries early and a couple of tries late that probably could have been stopped that would have made it felt closer. But all in all, I thought it was a great game. It looked like that. From, from what I saw as well, it did look like... Um that they, they were coming the whole game, like the Samoans. It didn't look like they'd necessarily rolled over. It just it looked like, I mean, obviously, um, Australia had the class. That's what it looked like. They were just, what they did, they did well. And But Samoa weren't bad by any means. It looked like they they did a good job. They did, yeah. And look, like the first, the first two tries and probably the last, the second last try maybe, you kind of go a little bit soft. Um, Latrell scored in the 13th minute. That 13 minutes took forever. It was a really t- it, it was it gets overused, but it was almost origin intensity. Mm. These guys were hitting each other hard. Um, they weren't they weren't giving anything away, and it was just a really just the outclass for Latrell. Joseph Suwali'i hit him really good, got some good first contact, but just slipped off. Like how can you stop Latrell? Like really, what, what can you do with this nineteen year old trying to stop him? Um, so he it, the, the the movement up to that was pretty good as well, though. Like I don't think it was just like wasn't. I mean, it was he could have passed it as well, and it was going to be a try regardless, right? I think it was too. I I think if he was. Um, it would have been a tight angle to to hit, but I think it was going to be a try no matter what. Um, Suwali did kind of did kind of almost shut it down, but just wasn't to be. I will say though that forty twenty call was fu- that non forty twenty call was fucked. Um, that oh, early on in the game, not, no, the one that Chanel Harris Tavita kicked. So we kicked it, and it was like you watched it, and Australia come in and they tap it back in, and it's oh my god, this is amazing, and it, we all three of us were up watching it, and we go, that was out. It's clearly out. And they keep playing on and they show the replay. And it's one of those ones on the first replay you saw, the ball was out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of those ones where I don't know why the bunker just can't look at it and go, hey, just bring it back. It was wrong. Like, even if they let two, even if the ref wants to go, I don't have enough to call on it, keep playing. By the time two tackles are done, the bunker's gone, yeah, cool, let's bring it back. And I'm fine with that. Like, play the advantage, let it go, let it be free-flowing. You've got Teddy with the ball. He loves the open space, let that happen. But then if the bunker sees it straight away, you go, no, nah, pull it back, boys. Like, Samoa had a chance. If they had scored first, I think it's a different game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go- going into the second half um, was probably the 50th minute. It was just before, yeah, it was just before Cam Murray scored. I was just saying they need to score. Oh, sorry, the 29th, but not 50th. Um, just before Liam Martin scored. Um I said they just need they need to score this half to know that they can because they just felt like they weren't getting anywhere as good as they were in defense and as much as they were pushing up out of their own end their attacking footy seemed a bit tough um and I think if they had scored first it might have been a different game because then Australia's playing on the back foot yeah 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 no I agree and and, and I think what you said is true we, we we preached about it all all season long about you know not being able to rule on forward passes and things like that like just dumb dumb decisions that everyone knows what it is. Yeah. And it's like, well, why not make that call? Like, what, what, it's such an arbitrary decision to just go, oh, you can't call on this and you can't call on that. Like, I just yeah. think it's dumb. Like I, I, like, I don't get the people that go, oh, the bunker's fucking the game. Too many stoppages. It's going this. It's going, oh, well, we're getting the right calls. Yeah. Like, really, like, everyone's, and you can definitely tell people are like on what, what team they went for depending on their, their view on what the bunker decision was. It wouldn't have affected the game. I, don't, I think Australia would have won regardless. 
Well, but I mean, it, it would have been really interesting to see to see Samoa possibly cross first. Well, I think that's exactly what you said, though. It does change the game. I, I think you're right. Probably Australia do win. I think they do have that class. They just they look better. But at the same time, it, it really does like that, that. Like you said, it took 13 minutes, and the and the game was. It felt like longer. It was that intense. Yeah. I, I just would have been an arm wrestle, and it maybe it wouldn't have been a 30 to 10. Maybe it would have been a tighter game if Samoa. Came like started out on top. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, not really any controversy. Contro- uh, controversy besides that, and the Angus Crichton hit to Chanel Harris. What did you think of that? Seeing that. Yeah. Look. Um. I mean, I'm trying to refresh my. I, I remember him getting sin binned, but you know. Yeah. So for those that for those that don't know what we're talking about, the the ball the ball was on the deck. Um, whistle had been blown. Crichton picks it up, and it's obviously a dead ball. Chanel Harris kind of comes in a little bit. Looks like he's going to at least make some contact, be a bit of a hero. And then Angus Crichton throws up the forearm, hits Chanel in the head. He's gone. They lose him for the rest of the game. At the time, I was kind of, I was kind of under the impression I thought it probably should be a send off because it was after the whistle, raised elbow, and they lose a player for the entire game. But I'm coming around more to Sinbin was all right. Um, I try not to be one of those people where the where the injury should affect the result. I think it's like, I, I've always been against that. I always think the result should be what it what, what it is and the injury is regardless. Um, so I've, de- I've definitely come back around and I think Sinbin was fine. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to bring up is I think if we're, I mean, it's so, it's, it is a fine line because if, if, if he's out for the rest of the game, it does suck for them. They're a man down from a, you know, let's call it a dog act or whatever we yep. want to call it, right? In, in inverted commas. And I think it is unfair for someone to be ruled out um, and and zero consequence. Um, but I do also agree it's a fine line because you can't, like, oh, he's knocked out, but if he wasn't knocked out, what, we don't? Yeah, ex- I, I agree, yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. And, and I don't think it would have been a send-off unless, un- if he wasn't knocked out. Um, mm. it, se- it, seemed, it seemed Ashley Klein was hesitant to do that. But I, I don't know. It was fine. I, I'm probably not going to touch on it too much more. I feel like the right result happens. Um, Crichton, apparently, by all means, has been really apologetic to Chanel. And apparently, they're going doing some traveling after this and hanging out. And I don't think Angus Crichton did it maliciously. But, I mean, you raise an elbow after the whistle's been gone and you knock a guy out. And they didn't have any dummy halves left. He was their fourth-choice half. They lost New Brown. They lost Danny Levi. They lost Tyrone May. Like They were down to... <laughs> whoever whoever could yeah, run like yeah, that's yeah. and they lost him and it was Milford was playing dummy half and Luai was playing both sides of the ball and it was just I don't know Shania Stavita had a, had a couple of good games leading up to it I'm just sorry I'm just re-watching the Crichton thing again now and uh, there's there's not much in it look I there's mean, not that's why I, I think this I think Sinbin is fine to come up with the to come up with the elbow like that I mean you, you've got it on your screen now um I do think the injury played a part in the decision to send him. But yeah, I definitely have come off my... think it was a send-off. He was basically going up to almost palming the side. Yeah, I do. And, and I mean, but he st- still did it after the whistle. I get it. Yeah. I, think, anyway. I think it's the right call. That's yeah. I, I, I think that's the conclusion to come away from this. Yeah. I think that's the right call. Um, big Frankie Pritchard on the screen too. The big fella's oh, looking yeah. huge, mate. <laughs> fucking some, too bad they weren't down on props. Throw him a <laughs> fucking ball, mate. Good luck tackling the big fella. For those not in the know, he was a water boy for Samoa. And, mate, he looks like he could still rip and tear, doesn't yeah, he? he fucking hell. Good he's got team. the mullet going yeah, too, yeah, right, mate. Man. 
Mate, Papa F- Uncle Frankie, get him yeah. out there. Good old ex-Para boy. Yeah, ex-Penrith boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, uh, oh, the only one I've got for you as well is obviously that, that last try from Cr- uh, Critter. The intercept, I don't know he's notorious for yeah. that. But does that... Does that... Ch- like... Does it cheapen their, 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 their score a little bit? Like, I don't... I mean, because I actually think watching it, like like I said, I actually think Samoa looked like they were, they were well and truly in it at the start. But it almost feels like that 70th, 70th minute intercept try was more... I don't know. An intercept try for me, it never seems as rewarding is that the right word i don't know i don't know i think you're a crack i like it <laughs> i love okay. it in a set. I, I do know what you mean where it's a bit because the joy of the game is the pressure right like you have a couple of sets on the on the try line and it builds and it builds and mm. it builds whereas this is just like holy fuck it's a quick like and you're a fan of soccer and it's similar where the pressure builds builds mm. builds mm. and you hopefully score a goal you probably don't because it's boring as fuck but in the oh, in this the, the interception goes the other way and, and I do agree but man he's the intercept king no, how does he do and, it yeah he does he's, he's always in the right place right time he's, he's he reads the ball very well at some point it stops being like luck right like at yeah. some point it's just who yeah. he is and like yeah. do you know how you like that dude's always in the right spot it's like yeah it's not the spot it's the you dude you kind of think that maybe the teams would start thinking he's good at intercepting <laughs> yeah. and stop trying to do the ball past him you know <laughs> yeah but I mean you, you think about it, and it's so... Because he's a right center for Penrith. Like, mm. Tungo plays left. Most teams' attacking edge is a le- is is the left edge. To have that in a half, especially, like, a young half, mm. who you would go... You'd, like, say someone like Lachlan... Not Lachlan nearly as he plays on the right, but I don't know, like, a, y- a young a young half for a team coming through. Say there's an injury, whatever. A young half comes in on the left side. You know, he's looking at Crichton thinking, he's going to pick this. Mm. He's going to... He, mm. like, just... Have it. I can't throw this ball near mm-hmm. him because he's going to take it, and it's going to. I think it might change how a couple of guys play down that edge. He's still going to take his risks, and guys are still going to beat him to it. Like people are going to still throw face balls or yeah, go yeah. over the top. But I do think there are going to be times, and having this second one, I think people are kind of going to go, oh, maybe we'll, maybe I'll just go the short ball, quick line, and we'll spread it right. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, I do agree. It's going to. Stop fucking throwing the ball near him. Yeah, exactly. He's just going to. He yeah. just takes it. He just. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible to watch. I mean, people that listen know he's my favourite Panther. This was a really conflicting game. This was half the fucking Panthers team. I was maybe secretly going for some more. But, I mean, shout out to the Aussies. They won. Um, A lot of guys who they said shouldn't be in the team played well. Liam Martin, Nathan Cleary played really well as well. Besides kicking, that's so strange that he can't convert. Mm. It's so weird. Mm. Very weird. I I don't know what he's doing. I think it's the smaller ball. But, I mean, this... We're looking at the team list now, and fuck, I hate these jersey oh, names. But Jackie Whiten had a great, yeah, great yeah. You would have um, seen it on the series at centre. Yeah, you would have seen it on the socials. Chucked we put it out there and said that you know, who, is he is he destined to be a centre for his club as well? I know, and it was a great point made by the Instagram page Rugby League Live Five. If you haven't checked him out, um, check him out. There's Rugby League Live Five. So he does like the FIFA cards, but for rugby league and a few other video game concepts that he would like to see in Rugby League Five. Um, his, his point was that, yeah, Jack Whiten's a great centre, but Canberra don't have another 5'8", which I also agree Very with. I think point. playing with Munster is your 5'8", you can afford to put him out there at centre. But um, yeah, shout out Rugby League Live 5. I know Matt, stuck in isolation, has been deep diving into his stuff. He's, uh, he's kept him nice and busy. But yeah, I mean, this team just... Oh, just before we carry on, does yeah. that mean that you've changed your tune on the Jack Whiten? Are you now are you now a bit like um, all those nuffies in the... In the um in the commentary team who love Jack White and he's just a it's just a man he's just football. a big body he's nah, a, I still look I still think he's overrated but I think he had a really good 
had a great series. He had a great. He, no, he had a great series, and I'll say that I think in general play, he's he's got an amazing. Playing on the right was the most impressive to me. Mm. He's always been a left side player. He's got that left step, but he's kind of developed a bit of a right step. Um, it's only going to make him more versatile for for rep selection next year. Like Origin, he's going to be knocking down the door of a right center spot. I think for Latrell mm. on the left, I still think he's a touch overrated. But that's <laughs> I think he had a, I think you can say he had a great series and say he's yeah, like yeah. overrated, right? Like yeah. um, Val Holmes was sturdy as always. Latrell was Latrell in a big game. Teddy was what more can we say? Scored a double as well. Munster and Cleary. Munster had a bit of a quiet series, yeah, I thought. Yeah, didn't do much. No. no you could have gone the, the Cleary-DCE combination. Oh, yeah, but you wouldn't, though. You could <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh, you I wouldn't, wouldn't either. But, but, you know, it's like, well, yeah, Munster's got that spark. When he's on, he's on. You kind of just take You, don't, you didn't need him. There was yeah. no real... There was no need where the game was in the grit like that. Um, then the forwards, obviously... Jake Turbo and your boy Reg starting mm-hmm. at front mm-hmm. row. Ben Hunt was immense as always. I still think Hooker is his best position. Yeah, I agree. He's just completely transformed, isn't he? I think that's fantastic when he plays at origin level and, and in, you know, in... He's like a specialist hooker. It's so yeah. strange. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, we've just lost it. <laughs> oh, right. So, and then the back rowers were, of course, Angus Crichton and Liam Martin getting the start. Isaiah Yo at lock. Look, I I know we just touched on Angus Crichton, but I'm an Angus Crichton stan. Mm. I thought he was going to be the next Roosters captain. I thought he was going to be the next Blues captain after Boyd Cordner. Whatever happened has happened. He hasn't quite done that. But he's still out here, balling for Australia, running hard, looking good. And Liam Martin proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Yo, best lock in the world. What can you say? Yep, can't disagree. Bench, Cam Murray. If, if it's not Isaiah Yo, it's got to be Cam Murray. He played great. Paddy Carrigan has impressed me a lot this year. Great Odin series. Tino Fasuma-Alawi. I think Matt would be impressed with that one. Oh, He's, I was uh, impressed by it. Woo! Yeah. I was just going to call him Big Tino like I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, he was, but the interesting thing with Tino is he's obviously Samoan. Yeah, so he's right. Samoan and he, Murray Talangi and Jeremiah Nanai went into the Samoan room after when they were singing the Samoan song and sung with them and got in there. I was like, do you think a bit of him is like, like you look at Tino, he's not playing. He would be, he would be a starting, the starting lock on this team. Mm, mm. You think he's looking at it like, oh, this could be, Jeremiah Nanai is looking like I didn't play. Like I played. I didn't realize that their starting lock is one of my boys. Yeah, or again, not anymore. He's playing for the Sharks now. True, true. Um, We'll touch with this Samoan team, but do you think Tino and Murray and Nanai may be thinking, look, we've played for Australia. This has been fun, but the Samoan boys look like they had a lot of fun. And you saw all the parades. I have a, um, I have a family member who lives on the same road as Wayland Reserve and said there was forklifts, there was utes, there was cars with six flags hanging off them, honking, yeah, wow. having a great time. And surely as a player, you'd love to be a part of that, right? Yeah, I, I think we need to... I mean, this is... It, uh, what I'm about to say is going to be... It, it's. I know why they're not doing it because as soon as you start saying you play for one of these teams, you can't play for the other, then... It, uh, my, my big issue is... Like we, I think you guys mentioned it in one of your earlier pods. Actually, is that they can't like this team hasn't a lot of these teams haven't played together during those um, international series because they were playing origin. in Origin. Yeah, and for me that annoys me. That really annoys me because it's like, well, the Australian teams aren't playing during the Origin period mm. because half the boys in there are the Australian boys. Yeah. So, so why should you be able to play Origin and play Samoa? That I get that. I'm not saying you shouldn't play both. What I'm saying is. Maybe we separate that, or or make make Origin and the international period different. I, 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 I definitely think you need to have them different. You need these teams playing. You need all the teams except Australia and maybe New Zealand playing consistent 
um, consistent football and getting those reps in. Like a lot of these Samoan guys, they didn't, they have never played together until round one of this series and they got tied up by 60. But, but I also think that a lot of it comes down to the fact that you have, they didn't know who they were going to be playing with until the week before because you have all this like, oh, who's Nathan going to play for? Who's who's this guy going to do? Who are they going to play? Like that, that kind of fluctuation in your nationality mm. really annoys me. It's like guys are eligible for four different teams and it's whichever one I don't get selected for, I'll go for the next best. Like that kind of annoys me. It's like, Yeah, I, I think that's definitely, I think it's turning around. A few of the smaller guys, like I think Oregon Kafusi is eligible for Tonga. He di- he didn't make a decision until later. Chanel Harris can play for New Zealand. A few of these boys can play for New Zealand. But, I mean, most of the big guns kind of had committed mm. while the NRL season was on. So Ali'i, um, May, Krita, Toto and Luai had all done. Milford's played before. Baolo and um, Papali'i committed pretty early. And most of these other boys... Wouldn't have been anywhere near other squads. Maybe Royce Hunt in the New Zealand squad. Um, I do get what you mean, where it, it it is a bit like that. But it's like I'd I would rather a guy kind of go, oh, I'll commit to I'll commit to who I don't get chosen for, like who I get chosen for, rather than a guy goes play for Tonga, cool, awesome, and it's like he doesn't get picked. Whereas if he's like, I I, I do get what you mean, yeah. no, but I I don't think this is we're just looking for things to fix, aren't we? Yeah, no, sorry, you're right. And I think I think there's no doubt that the fact that Samoa made it to a final, they were massive raps to them as well, right? This is their first time they've yeah. made it to the semis, let alone the final. final. And I think it's a massive rap to them and the fact that they have got basically a star-studded team. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a massive rap for where the international game is going, but I, I still think there's areas for improvement. Is all I do saying. think too, and it's all refined. Like, we've never had this issue before yeah. where these, these smaller nations... Have had such players like we'll run through the Samoa team quickly now. Like their back five of Suwali'i, Taylor or Tiny Maze is being called. <laughs> Apparently, it's what he's been called since he is was a kid. Right. Um, Tiny May, Brian To'o, Stephen Crichton, and Tim Laffey. Tim Laffey to me has been the story of the series. Can we talk about the fact that he still doesn't have a picture? Well, it's because he wasn't in the original squad. Right. So they had twenty four. He squad. There were twenty four men squads. But they lost the hammer and Tyrone May for the entire series in game one. So I think they got dispensation to get yeah, yeah. somebody in. And he's been immense, man. Mm. He's looked he's been one of the best team one of the best players on one of the best teams this tournament. Um he should really be back in the NRL somehow. He's shown mm. he can hang. Um maybe he likes playing in Salford. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's got a great life over there, if you like. Grey skies and really not. That is that is that is where my family is from. Is my it? dad grew up in Salford, in the streets of Salford, and man, he, he has had a hard life, I tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester adjacent yeah. yep. Salford. That's yep. uh maybe jump on the blower, Tim Laffey, get him down to your yep. eels. Yep. Yep. He'd actually be a great pickup yeah, for the Eels. They could use that. a setup. Yep. Would not oppose that. Um, their halves are, of course, Jerome, Luai, and Anthony, the Milf, Milford. Milford went into dummy half there after Chanel uh, was gone in about the 45th minute. So that was good to see. Luai's really, as well, he's proved a lot of haters wrong. Has he changed your opinion no. on him or not really? No. Is that because you're a salty little boy who can't handle no. a loss? Uh, what do you mean haters? What has he done to prove the right haters wrong? What are the haters saying? No one's ever doubted his ability. Yes, they have. You, no one's ever yes, doubted his ability. they have. There's I've never been... doubted his ability. I, Maybe, I, ma- I can't stand him as a as, as a personality, <laughs> but I, I have never doubted his ability. Maybe you haven't, but a lot of people have. There's a lot of people saying he only rides clear his coattails. He would, would oh, be nothing. Awesome. And it is, and it is. And it's energy. That's why I call them haters, because it's not real. Yeah, I, I agree. Haters. I'm 100%. I'm, I'm and, and I think like he led this team. He 
was the dominant half. He had the six on his back, but he was yeah. the dominant half. When when the going got tough in this final, other times maybe he shies away. This one he said, Mil, if you go dummy half, I'm playing both sides of the ruck. He threw a couple of bad passes, but it's going to happen. He threw that absolute fucking dime to, to who was it? To Sal? I think he hit Sal. Oh, no, Kelma. He hit Kelma to Alangi on the chest. Mm. And then he booked it out to Brian To'o, who scored the first yeah, try yeah, for yep. Samoa. That was an absolute ball and a half. Mm. Um, so he had a great series. Shout out to your father, I guess, isn't he? That's speaking of your dad. That's, Fuck off. Uh... <laughs> no, I had, but, but I actually was quite impressed with Milford as well. I thought he, you know, for, yeah. for a guy who's like, you know, he's kind of been chucked every which way and jumped from team to Almost team. Almost a bit of a from... joke in the league. Yeah. yeah, I thought he's actually had a really good series as well. He's only 28. Yeah, he's only 28, and like he played, he scored two tries here. Um, he had four try assists, four line break assists. He did, he was going oh, well. His average running meters, he was up at 88. He had some really good games. He was quiet at times, but that's who he's going to be, right? Like, Especially you, when you got Jerome uh, yeah. there as the dominant half, like you said, and I think he probably knew what his role had to be, and I think he just played his role to perfection. I think they got a really good, they had a really good combination. They worked each. This is, I imagine, the first time they played together. Mm, yeah. Jerome didn't play during the heart. I doubt. I know they were both in the squad in, 20, in 2017 World Cup. Jerome hadn't played first grade, so he was around. Uh, but I don't think, I don't know if you can count that. They barely played, but they, they looked good together. They looked like a really good combination. I mean, the forwards are your boy, the skipper, Junior Bolo, Royce Hunt, Chanel Harris Tavita started at hooker, Liggy Sal in there in the back row with Jane Sewer. And Oregon Kafusi there at lock. You really could see some improvement at lock and hooker, couldn't you? Yeah, he's um He's yeah. off to the Sharks now. Oregon. Shark. I actually like Kafusi. I think he had a bit going on about yeah. him. He was he was really I think the Eels needed that off the bench, what he brought. I kinda because you got you had guys like Reg and you had Junior who play big minutes and aren't go for the skull type props. Yeah. He was a I'm going to crush your head type yeah. prop. He's, he's not a big name, but he's the kind of... I, I liked him as an impact, and he, in, again, one of those steady guys that's going to come on and just yeah. make a difference, and you know he's going to be a... He's going to miss... He's I, I, think miss he'll be a, I think he'll be a loss off the bench yeah. for Para. He just kind of... I think he was a budget kind of... And not not to be disrespectful, to him, but like a budget kind of Spencer Lee knew what he did for Penrith, mm. where it was, yeah, he got these workhorse front rowers... Bring them off for a bit. Ratchet up to eleven, and he scored in that in that final against Penrith at Penrith in round one. He crashed mm. over the sticks, mm. and it was just he ran. No one. I was behind the try line on that try. No one was tackling this dude. He mm. just ran hard. I think he's going to be a bit of a loss there. Sharks got themselves a good one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and um, and yeah, Jane Sewer and Sal played all right. Just guys stepped up, but just this, you look you look at it though, like Angus Crichton versus Sal, Liam Martin versus Jane Sewer. Yeah, Isaiah Yovis, that's what it is. And like there's the bench, Papali'i came off the bench with Spencer Linu, Martin Tapao, and Kelma Talangi. There's not really any like spark off there. Spence no. is a great bench prop. Papali'i should have started, but I like the way they brought him off for impact. I mm-hmm. don't mind when coaches do that. Saves you an interchange, bringing him back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the, the like the bench, like Papali'i to Cam Murray, Carrigan to Linu. Big Tino to Tapao, Harry Grant to Kelmatalone. We didn't touch on Harry Grant. I think he has proven without a doubt that he is the. Well, I'd almost go as far to say. I mean, he's the best nine in the game. If that's, that's what exactly you're what say. I was going to say, because Ben Hunt isn't technically a nine. I think he's better than Ben Hunt as well. Only in terms of he's so explosive. Mm. It's unbelievable what he and the decisions he makes are so quick. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like Ben Hunt. 
is a half, right? Like, as much as he's a hooker, he's also a half in yeah. terms of the way he thinks about the game. Harry Grant goes, I'm the guy to get the, my hands on the ball first, make the quick decision. And he makes decisions before he has the ball, and he backs them. Yep. You see hookers, the trouble is you go to run, and oh, no, stop, give it out to the left. But what he does, he just grabs it and he goes. And he, I think he's the best hooker in the game by far. Don't know if he's an 80-minute hooker. I think you'd lose. He, he can play 80 minutes, but I think you blunt some of that attack. Yeah, probably. I yeah. think the hunt... It, it sounds because Cam Smith was the hooker for so long, he didn't need a rotation. So we haven't, it's been 20 years since mm. we've seen, almost 20 years, yep. probably 15 years since we've seen other hookers really get a crack. But Plus, I think the game's changed in a way. Grant like, and know. Hunt are the best hooker combo I have ever seen. Yeah. Well, I've ever yeah. seen. They towered us up in Origin as they, well. Huh? They, were, um, they were unbelievable what they did. They've only improved. And as a New South Welshman, look, I'm not super keen to see them <laughs> run out for him again. But I mean, yeah, he only had one try. Um, he had five try assists though, and it felt like he was doing a lot more. Um, but he just was all over the ball, and he just consistently made the right decisions, was in the right space, um, and he didn't play that much because Ben Hunt played a lot of minutes too. Yeah. But yeah, no shout out to the Samoans, shout out to the Kangaroos. Really great World Cup, makes me keen for France twenty twenty five. That should be fun, um, and more internationals. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm all for more international series throughout. Pepper it in, get it going, get full into, get get the Greek boys back, get the French boys back, get them all back. Like, let's yeah. get some, not just let's not just do the you know Pacific. The, yeah, and... let's let's get the world up and going again. Let's uh, fantastic. I, yeah. it's been good. I think there's a there's a world where we have a we have a tournament of some sort every year, whether it be the World Cup in the in year four, and then you've got like you've got a Pacific Cup, you've got a five or six nations cup. Um, and then you could running alongside that, you could do an emerging cup mm. with your with your. Fr- I guess France would still be in that with Greece, Lebanon, maybe guys that that quite oh, I think Lebanon's jumped up. Lebanon actually, me. Lebanon is pretty good, but still, I mean, against these other teams, you could yeah. squeeze them in there. But a Fiji or a PNG, mm. you kind of have them yep. in there as well. There's definitely a world where you could be having you know seven or eight team, international teams going across two tournaments. Mm. I can't see why not. The fans loved it. The fans ate it up, I think. Yeah, yeah, we proved it. Like you said, attendances were up, weren't they? Uh, across the NRL, there's a bit, bit of a, bit of a dip in the World Cup attendances, but okay. I think that's just to do with I think the the state of the English game, unfortunately. And yeah. Tickets were apparently fucking crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah. Which seems strange for rugby league in England, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't have much more to touch on. We will just touch on. Let's just before we move on to a little bit of news. Let's just run. The guys of you who had listened to the Tuesday show would have heard a um, special bit of news with our brand new sponsor. So we're just gonna run the tape. Support for the Fifth and Dribble podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below the waist grooming? Manscaped. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 5thND. That's 5THND at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. Speaking of ungroomed balls, Sherpa, how are you? Yeah, not great, mate. Um, I tried to put on a bit of a show for the missus over the weekend, and um, yeah, it was it was nasty. I got the old razor for the face out, put it on my downstairs region, nicked. Not good. Blood everywhere. Well, the performance package 4.0 has arrived, my friend, and man, is it a game changer. Shit. 
What's inside that? Inside this package, you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag for you to hold all your stuff. What's this lawnmower thing? Well, first off, my friend, the lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and thanks to a, to their advanced skin safe technology, the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight in case you need a more precise shave. Jeez, I wish I had this the other day. Oh, that sounds awesome. Can I use it in the shower? I won't get electrocuted or anything. Mate, because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Oh, jeez. Again, wish I could have used this last week. But wait, you thought that was good, and you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. That helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Jeez, that'll help with this hideous monstrosity of a moustache I've got on my face right now. I'll tell you what will also help, mate. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to give that a crack. i got some pretty stinky balls. <laughs> well, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxes and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with your code, 5th and D. That's 5-T-H-N-D. All right, welcome back. Yeah, I don't mind that little recording. We did all right. When Matt's back, we'll have to do a little three-way record. What do you reckon? I don't know. I might get sharp if <laughs> Matt gets his way. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. You'll be okay. I won't let him do it to you. But anyway, touching on some news now, there has been a player swap. And every, I love a player swap rather than just a player move. A swap makes me think mm. it's trade. Just trade these motherfuckers. Let's go. You've been saying this for so long. Just let bitches trade, trade bro. Let's like, have a trade period. Let's, let's have it. Let's it. have it. And, and let trades happen where it's like, well, we're going to fuck off this guy anyway. And it's like, oh, say Kavusi with the Sharks, right? I know you guys were grand finalists and in the hunt. But if you weren't in the hunt, you kind of go, I kind of want to get a young prop going. Can we swap him for like a center or something? Can we do, can we get Connor Tracy? Can we hey, do? Mate, our forward pack is deplenished. Like actually, now it is. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we could have done, give us something. Yeah, you know? give us like, something. Do you know what I mean? Like we'll take something back and I'm cool for for normal signings. That's fine. Um, but yeah, we need a transfer window. But what's happened here is David Clemmer has gone from the Newcastle Knights to the West Tigers. So let's, a moment's silence for David Clemmer. I think that's a bad move for his like. I mean, not that he was really going anywhere in the in the Knights either, to be honest. Let, let's let's really be frank. If you're moving from the Knights to the Tigers, um, it's a lateral move at best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The poor. I, I remember him back in his glory days at the Dogs, and I don't know. I, yeah, I know he was kind of that star player at the Knights. You know, he was the one. Of He's the, only 28 too, which blows my mind. I thought oh, he was wow. at least early 30s. Yeah, I fucking hated him at the Dogs, man. He was a, he just put the fear of God in you, didn't he? Like, uh, yeah, but he was, he was, he had the mongrel. He was he, the pro. He I was. Love, oh. I, I, I actually really rate. I rate Clem. I like, and he's, and I mean, he kind of came around, and I was kind of, you don't like anyone else that's, that's not on your team, um, but he at that time was unbelievable. He just he had the mongrel. Can I just say? Shout out to the West Tigers. We're looking at the press release here, Scholar. Shout out. No, up. 
Yeah. Shout out to the West Tigers for using the Knights Miners jersey where they're all in orange for the press release. <laughs> that is unbelievable. That is fantastic. That is unbelievable. And oh. then they and they black and white the other jersey and keep his face white. He looks like he's playing it. You scroll past that. He's wearing Tigers jerseys. Yeah, there. why would you not do Like, you have a Photoshop it. Oh, that, no, but no, you don't need to. No. That's fantastic. <laughs> that right? is unbelievable. That is work smarter, not harder right there. Too bad their football department's not quite as good as the marketing <laughs> uh. team, but... What I didn't do you realize it was a three-year deal? That's a, yeah, you know, that's a reasonable amount for a twenty-eight-year-old. He's going to be through his prime or what's left of his prime. Yeah, right? but I think he's the type. He's the type of player you maybe pay past his prime because you're getting some of that off-field stuff and you're getting a leader and you're getting a guy that's like um, that's been there and he's got that mongrel. Cont- they really lack that. Mm. They really lack that. Their forwards were weak, and he just has never been afraid to take anyone on. Mm. Um, whether he's been in the right or the wrong is a different story. But I, I think it's a great get for the Tigers. It's unfortunate that going back the other way was Jackson Hastings mm. going to the Knights. We can so also have move. a moment silence for him going to the Knights. Yeah, look, I mean, you have two halfbacks. Wouldn't you get rid of the, the bad one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Also, when the other team was very much like, we'll take the bad one. Yeah. And you were like, no, 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 no. Have the good one. What is going on? But and I also don't get it. We spoke about this before as well. But 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 the, the, there was this controversy mid-year. And it's almost like they just refused to accept the fact that it got leaked out. That they, he was, they were trying to shop him around. Or they were trying to do something with... Yeah. with, with um, Name blank. What's his name? The Brooks. Brooks. That's the one. Um, yeah, but so you know, they were, it sounded like they were trying to do something about it, get rid of him, and then now they've gone and just gone. Oh no, no, no! They thought we were going to do that. We can't let them know that we've done that. Let's yeah, double down. It almost feels like they've gone. Oh, you think you're fucking smarter than us? Nah, like I agree. I I don't understand. They had some weird obsession with playing him at thirteen. I think he's a halfback. I think he would have been really good behind this pack. They're building a re- like John Bateman's rumoured to be coming I've heard that um, that's getting closer than what people think and that his house is for sale in England mm. his house is now on the market um, I think who would you say wins wins the trade out of Knights or Knights or or Tigers oh that's a I oh that's tough I think the Knights do I think the Knights. I'm just looking that up just to say who who have they got as so, at the moment. So they don't. Re- so their starting halves at the moment were looking like um, Tyson like- Gamble and Adam Clune was going to be the halves. They've won that. They, they have. I, I do think get, getting a starting quality halfback beats getting and their props. You look at their props. Dan Saifidi and Jacob Saifidi. Like both guys have played Origin. Mm. That's a pretty decent. You know. That's a pretty decent front row pack to fall on. Matt Croker's not bad there. You can pitch him in in the front row. Jack Hetherington can play in the middle. Adam Elliott. I, I do think the more you look at it, the more you think the Tigers got themselves a halfback. That is a halfback. And if he can just give... Sorry, the Knights you meant. Sorry, the Knights got themselves yeah. a halfback who's a halfback. David Clemmer, we don't think we'll be playing halfback. Although it's the Knights. So <laughs> Who knows? It's cannot Tigers. confirm. Yeah. Again, Tigers, Tigers not Sorry, the it's getting oh, late. It's rattled. getting he's late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, I, do think, I do think the Knights... One that one getting him, but I mean, there's a few other, few other transfer things on. But yeah, the Luke Brooks thing just is. Mm. Yeah, I'm never mm. gonna get over that one. What about um? What about the ass man? Yes, your to yeah. your boys. How are you feeling as an Eels fan? Well, I mean, I I don't. All I I haven't watched enough of him. I mean, other than what you guys talk him up all the time. Um, but 
uh, I, I, from my understanding, young up-and-coming fellow who couldn't get any first-grade football. Don't know how much first-grade football he's going to get unless one of our halves is moved on. Um, but as a good backup and understudy to someone like Dill Brown and Mitch, but Mitch Moses and Dill Brown are going to be around for a while if we get our way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like, <laughs> Which like it we're does jumping. Not sound like we're going to get <laughs> oh, our it's way. It's getting it's getting bad, isn't yeah. it? I saw something today. It was a headline from, and take it with a grain of salt. It was a fucking journalist from the Daily mm. Telegraph, and it was. <laughs> It was like, oh, yeah, I think Dill Brown's here for a while, but I'm not quite sure about mm. Mitch. I mean, you hear this shit and you just think, what the fuck is happening here, right? Like, you just... Yeah. yeah. Are you concerned that you're going to lose Mitch? I, I don't... Yeah, I genuinely don't know because I've heard that Dill was the one more likely to go out the door and now it does seem like it's going the other way. And yes, I think, to be to be honest... Right now, I'd be more concerned about losing Mitch, which is scary because Dill's upside as a future half is, I think, his upside there. I think if you invest in him, but then you look at you know you look at Mitch and I go, he's the one who's he is the chief general at the moment around the he's club. The, he's he's the leader there, isn't he? He's I mean you could say Guberson is the heart and soul, but he's he's just as much I think really. I don't think it's just the heart and soul. I think Mitch runs that. I don't I know I know Guberson is is there and saying his bit and whatnot, and he's always mouthing off and bringing the energy. But Mitch is the is the smart head on that field. I think I think he's the one who's definitely. Di- and I know that comes with the role. I know that comes with being a halfback. But he is clearly dictating that field, and I think that would be a massive loss because Dill is not up to dictating yet. He is not up to dictating at that level. Yeah, especially when the backup is Jacob Arthur. I I looked at that as well. I thought that was pretty scary. I guess you know if if you're looking at. But if you save that money. You probably go looking for a halfback in the market, right? Like if you have Mitch Moses' money, right? But if we're bringing in the ass man, what? Like what? what what's I don't it? think he's ever going to be a controlling half. He's not. I, I I like him. Matt and I rave about him. I think he's a great utility. Um, he definitely has potential there. He has one of the sweetest torpedoes I've ever seen. He kicks the shit out of him. Um, I think he's more suited for maybe a six or a fourteen, or could fill in in a seven. And I mean, if Dill Brown gets that leadership in him and he kind of hits that potential and you saw a bit of it with the Kiwis he was taking more of a lead him around the park here he had a great fucking World Cup actually Dill Brown Um, he could have a five he could have a halfback who runs a bit more next to him yeah um, but I mean, I don't want Mitch Moses to not play, but I mean, it, it would be cool to see Arsman get that and, and have a new kind of dynamic half pairing there yeah. he could also fill in at fullback and he can fill in in the centers too. So he kind of, I think he's just going to be the, who might even be the 14 off the bench. Which probably not bad because, I mean, we're going to need it with, with, um, with, uh, Reed gone. Reed gone and you just got, you've got old Mitch Rain and Josh Hodgson. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's who's going to be on the bench. Is it Mitch Rain or is it Jake Arthur? That's tough, isn't it? Or is it Asman? I think it's got to be Asman. I, I think the Jake Arthur thing, let him play halfback. Let him play in, yeah. I don't understand. It's like, I've talked about this all the time on on, on other players. Um, if you want them to develop, especially as a spine player, you want them th- sitting on the bench playing ten minutes while the other halves are still there is not good for development, right? Like it it can't be that good. And yeah, Pap did it, but Pap's a freak and he plays a different way. He's he's more about his speed and his physical yeah. stuff than and the, and the ball playing is coming along with that. But these, if you want a halfback and you want a hooker as well, like get them playing those positions yeah. in reserve grade, get them getting the reps, 
getting him experience and being able to make decisions quickly. I think it's hurting his development being on the bench. I think that's what sucks most about that. Hundred percent agree with that. There's, yeah, there's nothing more to say about it. That's that's what it is, and it, and he's not. He doesn't. Even, but then I guess the counter argument is, if you're going to waste a bench spot on someone, then just put Jake on the bench. You yeah, know? but I mean, like, you're not a, yeah, but you might as well put someone who, like, you. I get you want him to play if the opportunity comes up, but if you're going to learn more playing 80 and reserve grade, yeah, I agree. then you are going to be playing, he barely played, yeah. playing five minutes off the bench at lock. Yep. Um, but I think we, we've kind of, you've said it all there, nothing more to say. We've hit no. transfers and there might be a sneaky NRL episode here or there. Now World Cup's finished. We'll have to see what the news happens. Preseason's kind of going to slow down for a bit. Maybe in a new year when they announce the the Maori and the Indigenous teams. Mm. Maybe we'll, we'll do a little bit of a breakdown there of the rosters. But, um, yeah, thank you for being here, Sherpa. We miss Matt, but I think two of us hold down the fort all right. Yeah, we did a good job, man. Well, I know. Always, uh, it's always praise be to the cover, to the socials, to the doc guy, and, of course, the Sherpa. And Thanks, do not mate. forget to head to manscaped.com and use the code FIFTHND. That's 5 T H N D to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. And I'll see you in the next one. See ya.